Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. I hope I'm saying welcome back. I hope you are a regular listener. We are so happy to have you join us. But if it's your first time, welcome. We're super happy that you're here. I am Mel, and this is Kel. Well, hello, Mel. <laughs> I think I should be a like a um a radio. Well, good morning, sunshine. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. This will be like a side gig. Maybe I can do like voiceovers or something. I think it would be fun. I think you could. There's nothing that I don't think that you couldn't do if you really wanted to. I think that goes for all of us, actually. Just Mm -hmm. saying. If if we choose to believe it, right? For sure. That's it. it. How have you been? Um, I have been good. I went to Rhode Island on vacation and went through Rhode Island, New York, Massachusetts, and maybe Connecticut. I don't know. One of the, another state I did a fair, I did three ferries to get from Rhode Island to, um, I went to the Hamptons. I, I, I stayed in the Hamptons and we had to take three ferries and one of the ferries, no, excuse me, all three of the ferries, your car goes on. And so like on the West coast, when we go like to Catalina Island or something, we get on a ferry boat, but it's just for people. But like the first one, you put your car in the bottom of the ship and then you go upstairs and we were on it for like an hour and a half. And I was like, I've seen movies when this happens, but and they're usually like crime movies, like someone hides in the car down there and then they're sneaking away. But it was like the other two ferries, we literally could stay in the car to get to the other island. So it was just you know, things that I don't experience where some of these people, this is how they get to work every single day. So it's just, you know, I love experiencing new things and, and just giggling about it because it's so different than my life of driving five minutes to work. You know, it's just a different way of life and people do this every day. It's kind of cool. So it was a, a wonderful vacation. And uh, back to reality, this is the month school starts. And for both of us, we're back to reality. Well, you never get off reality. You're always in reality. But (laughs) yeah, I got to go back to school this month. So here we are. Back back to the East Coast. You must have been very shocked to hear that that's how anybody from the Hamptons speaks. I didn't know that they had their own dialect. Well, of course they do, darling. What is your problem? Of course they do. (laughs) And you know what? I looked for a man while I was there. But uh, my friend Steve told me that I could not wear my cutoff jean shorts, that I had like three pair of cutoff jean shorts, and that's all I wore. So he's like, you probably aren't going to find yourself a Hamptons man in your jean shorts. 
Oh, well. I didn't find a Hamptons, man. Damn it. Oh, I really gosh. wanted one, though, if that mattered. Well, and I have to now go back and tell you that I think you can do anything. I'm not sure voiceovers are going <laughs> to be for you after all, Cal. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Ian says, your voice is the same. Your accent is like just like you think if you move your mouth a different way, a different voice comes out. Your Chinese sounds like you're Filipino. It sounds like you're Australian. They're all the same, mom. Oh, my gosh. That was entertaining right in of itself. Yes. Yes. And we are all uh, moving back into the work mode, um, a mode that I never um, really take a break from. But I'm happy to say I love what I do. That's for sure. And um, yeah, things are looking up for a really great year. I'm also super excited. I haven't shared this with you, but um, when I've been doing like research, getting to know different homeschooling communities, a friend of ours that we used to work with had connections in Alaska. And I now am working with a homeschool community in Alaska. And I just love the opportunities. Like you were saying, it's so great to like experience the different ways that people do things. And in Alaska, yeah. it is different. Like in that state, uh, people uh, during the school age years get funding from the state uh, to spend on curriculum and, and school choice is actually encouraged in the state of Alaska, which I think is pretty amazing. So that, that's so cool. Yeah. Like the state um, is actually taking their, their education seriously for their students. Yeah, I love not, that. Yeah. They're not pushing agenda on schools like I feel we're seeing more and more these agendas that are kind of being pushed on schools and and so the homeschoolers up there feel very supported which is also really nice rather than try to get people to stop homeschooling or try and make it so hard like the red tape for me to even be a vendor with charter schools between now and what it was four years ago oh the amount of insurance I have to carry like it I jump through hoops to be a vendor. It's like they're almost not the charters, but the state of California is making right. it very difficult. You um, know, which blows my mind, because if you think about what I'm hearing on the news and I don't know what news I'm listening to, but like how right now there is such a shortage of edu- teachers, right. teachers are tapping out because of COVID and they are just done. And so some states like Texas and I think Arkansas and I know Florida, they're hiring like veterans, like veterans that have gone to war and coming back. You don't have to have a teaching credential like they're hiring people who have no teaching education and paying the same as they're paying teachers to come teach our kids. So uh, you, you're hearing this and you're thinking, okay, more and more parents are going to be like, whoa, red flag here. Like I'm taking my kid out, but can I show you, tell you something that I just got from Apple news? This one really shocked me. Okay. North Carolina school district plans to put AR 15s in every school. What? Now I didn't know what an AR 15. So I clicked on it to see it's a, big bombucha gun. It's not like a pistol where a cop holds. It's like a kind of gun. Is an AR automatic rifle? Oh, I don't know. Is that what it stands for? 
I thought, but I don't know much about guns. I don't either, but it's a picture, Mel. And the picture, it looks, maybe I'm exaggerating. It looks like it's two and a half feet long. Yeah, it's, I, I do think it is. In yeah. every school. Wow. So now what are you doing? You're training teachers to, to, to shoot? Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess well, that could be a scary subject to broach on here, but I just, it makes me wonder how many more parents are going to be like, holy shit, that scares me. That really I'm, scares me. I'm, I'm doing um, interviews all this week. I'm, I'm putting together on my YouTube channel, right on web. Um, I'm putting on my YouTube channel. So anybody who wants to watch that, some interviews where I'm going to interview parents who have chosen to homeschool. And one of the questions that I have for them is why are you choosing to homeschool? And I've already sent like the interview questions ahead of time and some have shared their responses. And um, it's things like that, Cal. It is. It's like I'm at a point now that I'm fearful, not just of somebody coming into a school to do damage, but if teachers now are going to have weapons in classrooms, like that even makes the classroom a scarier place. Just if an accident happened or, right? right? And so parents are like, now that I know there's accessible things and I can hire you to do all the writing, like, why would I not do this? Right. Right. I can pick and choose what I want for my child. And yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting the next few years, what we see happen here. I agree. It, it, interesting is the, probably the correct word. I, you know, I think we're going to see some declines, but I'm also thinking we're going to see some inclines as well. Like I think the parents who are going to take this serious and really put the time and effort into it, you know, the, the kids are going to do phenomenal. It's, it's just definitely something that I can see happening, but it's, yeah, and it's why a scarier and scarier that? world. I mean, it just, it's, it scares me to see the things that are happening in our world. So, yeah, no, under understandable, which has nothing to do with our title this week. <laughs> Isn't that how it always goes? So, it really is. You know, sometimes it's kind of it's kind of spicy, you know. Sometimes it's a little <laughs> salty. Sometimes it's a little sugary and sweet. You know, we got to change it up a little, Mel. So we just added a few little sugar and sweet spices in there. I love it. I love it. I have to tell you one other thing. Speaking of sugar, sweet, and spice. Um, over this past weekend, I had my first experience of making pickles. I got together with a group of girlfriends and it was led by a woman who 15 years ago, she actually owned a pickle making store that did extremely well. And so she brought out her old recipes and I learned how to can pickles and I have a jar for you. So uh, one more reason I have to come see you soon. Oh, good. Did you do sweet pickles or sour pickles? Uh-huh. We did nice. everything. We did nice. bread and butter. We did jalapeno, which you can't have any of. I can't. We did dill. We did garlic dill. We did a little of everything. We did spears. We did chips. We did. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Did really you do? Time. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, please. Well, oh, no, please. I just, after I was just thinking what I wanted to say, I realized. Wait, those are olives, not pickles. So I was gonna, I was gonna say, did you stuff any with 
blue cheese or garlic, but I realize we're talking pickles, not olives. So never mind. Okay, but but we Tell did me. pickle garlic and we pickled onions. And I had said to Cindy, why would we pickle garlic? I don't know why we would do this. And she goes, Oh, have you ever had garlic stuffed olives? And I like, I, I'm like, yes, I love garlic stuff, jalapeno stuff, right. stuff, any olive stuff. And she's like, so you could buy olives now that aren't stuffed and you can stuff with your own marinated pickled um, garlic. Well, that sounds like a lot of work. I'd rather go to Ralph's and just find them already pickled for or stuffed <laughs> for me. And then well, I can stuff them in my mouth or stuff them in my dirty martinis. <laughs> one of the two. I'm not going to well, tell you which one I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> I already have the garlic, so we'll stuff them together and throw them in our martinis. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. But so, I have to tell you why I even picked this title this week. I had actually seen um, something on Facebook, and I know that our listeners probably imagine that we talk every day all the time, but that is not true. Kelly and I have busy lives and we go in lots of circles and not all of the time are our circles creating that beautiful Venn diagram. They're separated and circled all over the place. And it feels like a long time since I actually um, have gotten to speak with you, Kel. But I was seeing things that you were posting on Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And one of the things that she posted, and I don't know if you guys are following us, you should be. Um, she had a picture and it's this like woman from like, I don't know, the fifties, or from the Hamptons or from the Hamptons. <laughs> I love it. With the green scarf over her hair and tied under her chin with the big red, um, sunglasses. Swift yeah. kind of sunglasses and the red that matches her red lips. Right. Very, you're right. It's very Hamptons, Kelly. And um, it said, every girl needs a motto to live by, read yours. And Kelly posted hers. And this is what it says. It says, I learned to be careful with whom I trust. Salt and sugar look the same. And then it's signed in this very Hampton signature, Kelly. Scrolly, it's pretty. And I'm like, what is that? So then I read what she wrote. And she wrote, this was really interesting. Sometimes... Trusting someone isn't with a secret. We trust people to be our friends, partners, and lovers. Even people who hurt us can be forgiven if you want to allow that. It's always up to you and who you want to trust. And so I was like, wow, she really went deep with this trusting thing. And I get like sugar and salt do look the same, but they certainly are not the same. They don't taste the same at all. You want to be very careful with, with what you're adding to whatever Your brownies. <laughs> exactly. And so I was like, Oh, I want to go into this a little bit more. Where did you get this? What was the story behind this? So Kelly, take it away. What was this all about? Well, I saw that my cousin Courtney who lives on the East coast had, um, <laughs> she does not talk like that. Um, she talks like this. Hey, y'all. So <laughs> she posted hers and I was like, oh, that's funny. And I never, ever click on any of those dumb things that Facebook does. But right. I was I must have been extremely bored and I clicked on it. And when it popped up, I was like, "Ooh, I like that. That's a good one, because I feel that. In my lifetime, I've 
been shit on by people that I've trusted. And I've probably shot on people that trusted me as well. So it, it works both ways. But I was like, I like this because sometimes when you trust somebody, it, you know, it isn't just like, oh, I'm going to tell her a secret and I hope she doesn't share it. It literally is your heart, your soul, like your, your friendship, your whatever you want to call it. Like I, when I trust somebody, which unfortunately I trust everybody until you shit on me. And then that's when it goes out the door. Whereas more people are more uh, cautious of opening up their heart. Unfortunately, I think I open mine up way, <laughs> way too often and way too wide. And, and you think that's unfortunate? Sometimes it can be. I, I think it, it's, it's one of those that I feel that maybe I need to be a little more, um, I don't want to say um, cautious because I like living and talking to everybody. And as I say, does it friendly. hurt you more often or does it help you more often? It fuels me. I don't, I don't think it's a help or a hinder. It fuels me when I have, when I can talk to people, it fuels me. It, it makes me feel good. But when I open up and share stuff, like sometimes I think I share too much and I, I need to, I need to be a little more cautious on what, who I share with things with, I think. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I've, I've been hurt by friends that, um, you know, like if I screwed up, they've, they've, that was it. Like, you know, going through the divorce with my ex-husband, man, I lost friends over that. Like people were so disappointed in me and that they wouldn't take me back as a friend, which, you know, some people were like dear best friends. And it, it killed my heart thinking, wait a minute, like we're not perfect walking on this earth. None of us are perfect. And how dare you judge me? Like, I just, I don't know. That that's where I like when I read that, I was like, ooh, that's a good one. I like this one. And so you can always forgive, but sometimes I have a hard time forgetting. Like <laughs> I can forgive you, but I, I still hold on to it. So obviously I, I'm not that good at forgetting things because I'm still holding it. I think of that um comment that people will say, you know, hurt me once, shame on you hurt me twice, shame on me for trusting that second time. And you and I are so similar in this way. We open up and give, I mean, like what you see is what you get. And, and, you know, I would say my honesty has surprised people. Sometimes it has hurt people sometimes unintentionally, but I'm just being me and being honest. And Yeah, I get that. I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, But I would say I feel like um, being the open person that I am gives me a life full of experiences that I think if I were more reserved, I don't know if that's the word you were looking for rather than cautious. But if you were more reserved and like kind of kept a little bit of a wall up, I don't know, like I've tried to be friends with people who keep a little bit of a wall up and our friendship doesn't go very deep. It's very surfacey. Yes. And I guess that's fine to have those kind of friends, mm-hmm. you know, 
you know, I just went into work to go drop off something and hugged a bunch of people like, oh my gosh, happy summer. How, how was it? And it's not people that I would go out and have coffee or drinks with, but it's cordial. It's a cordial thing. And so I wouldn't sit down and share my life about Jake or my love life with one of those people. So I guess it's, you know, not that they're salt, they're still sugary sweet, but I probably wouldn't share as much. You kind of learn as you go Mm -hmm. of, you know, certain people, it's just a surfacey friendship. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just feel like I, I used to have a lot of like girlfriends that I shared everything with. And, um, you know, like my love life, I don't do that kind of stuff with a lot of people anymore because, oh, wait, I don't have a love life. Maybe that's why I don't do it anymore. Damn it. There is a wrong reason for that one. <laughs> uh, she still hasn't met Ben. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. But I do think you're right, right? Like there's different friends and you have different levels of friendship. And for me, I know like it would be weird in a very new relationship to just like vomit it all out. Like, right. did you want to know about what terrible things happened to me in 2021? I have a list. Right. And you'll be like, that is too much information. Like that would scare people off. I think there is a balance for sure, because I think every time that you're together and you talk and you share a little something else and you feel safe in that space, then it's more comfortable to say, I'm going to share something else and share something else until inevitably you have this deeper, closer bond Um, until sugar turns to salt, which you and I both have experienced relationships that we would have said were sugar relationships. They were sweet relationships and lo and behold, you didn't see it coming. You know, we've been around a long time now, (laughs) not long enough to know people will hurt you. People will talk behind your back People that you thought you could trust will tell you, will tell other people things that will come back to you. That's always a shocker to me. Like, where did you hear that? Oh, your friend so-and-so told so-and-so. And and I heard it when all of them were, and I'm, I'm just sitting there like, ah, blink, blink. Yeah. You're in the headlight. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I do like your motto. I learned to be careful with whom I trust. And I think that's one of the things that age uh, is really valuable. I know so many of us, you know, here we are, whether you are in your forties, fifties, sixties, we have everybody in that range and on either side of the spectrums even more so, but between these ages, I feel like there's so much that life is teaching us. If we're willing to pay attention and learn the lessons. And I think this is one of those, like salt and sugar look the same. So how are you going to know if you have a sugar relationship or if you have a salt relationship? How would you answer that? How do you know if it's a sugar relationship or a salt relationship? I think that's a time factor personally. Like you're not going to, like, I can't go meet a stranger and in one day, you know, I can say, oh my gosh, I really like that person that yeah, I, I can't wait to meet, them, you know, go meet them again or something like that. But it takes time. It takes time to, to know what type of relationship it's going to be. I, I believe like, and unless they're blatantly rude and obnoxious from the get go salt away and 
if they're the sweetest as can be, you know what? That's beautiful, but I'm still going to give you time because I, I need to, you know, a lot of people can be phony too. So you just, and that first impression, you know, it can, it can make or break, but I, I, I'm not that type of person. I don't think usually it's like, I I'll give you some time. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and figure you out and, and let you do the same with me and see what you think. But I, yeah, think- I do think you're good at giving people the benefit of the doubt as well. I think for the most part, I mean, you, I think you have great people skills, Cal, like we've met people and you've, we've walked away and you've said, there's something there. I don't trust it. And like, you just have had this like innate and I'm like, really, they seem so nice. And sure enough, time will go by and I'll be like, how did you know that? How did you, you know, I do think you have natural people skills. You know how people always talk about, there's like the book sense person. And then there's the common sense person or the street street smart smart, person. Yeah. And I think between you and I, like you're way more the street smart person. I'm like more the book sense. Like I want to read about it. I want to learn. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. You've got that, that, that book smart. And I am like, wait, what? And then you and I would be going down an alley. I'm like, come on. No, I don't want to go down the alley. Come on. We're fine. I promise. Let's go. I think that's why we're such a good balance. One of many reasons. Is that yin and yang? Is that the yin and yang thing? Yeah, we balance. We balance each other out. I think it's, I love it. it's very good. It's very I love good. it. I love it. I love it. I hope you guys have a person that you have that yin and yang, or you have someone that is always going to be the sugar in your life. Cause we all need some sweet sugar in life. Put it in your tea, enjoy it. Love on that people that bring you that sugar in your life. Cause we all need it until we see you next week. We will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel show, or you can find them on their website at the Mel and Kel Thanks so much. Have a great day.